day, Aaliyah. Happy game day. Happy game day. It's a game day release of the Morningside Hoops podcast. Yeah. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined by the fun and fabulous <laughs> and fantastic Aaliyah Funshell. I love that. That's, That's how I'm going to intro you every single time. I love it. Every I, single time. I love time. alliteration like that. I thought you just liked the nice comments. I did okay. that too. <laughs> and the nice comments. All right. But like, there's a lot of like nice words that can rhyme with my last name. That's right. There are um, a lot of basketball to get to this week, Aaliyah. Uh, yeah. We had quite a successful weekend, not only on the basketball side, but I think in all of the Columbia Athletics side. We yeah. had a, a lot of winning that happened this past weekend. A lot. A, a lot, lot of, of winning. good wins. And let's start with right here behind us at Levine Gymnasium. The men's basketball team in a thriller defeats Penn 84 to 81. Stat of the day coming in from our trusty men's basketball insider, Steve Merrill. Columbia's eight home wins now this season are the most that they've had. And we're only in January. Actually, no, it's February now. Mm -hmm. Hey, welcome, February. Happy February. Um, eight home wins. It's most since 2015-16, so almost 10 years. And we're only in, it's only February 2nd. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's just been fun. Like I've said every week, just watching this team play and grow and and build. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited for their doubleheader this weekend as well. That's right. The men will be on the road at Harvard and Dartmouth, but at home. And who we're featuring this week is the women's team. They're coming off. A nice bounce back 30 point victory on Saturday at Penn, 85 to 55. Big yep. performances by uh, in the scoring column by Abby Shue and Cecilia Collins. Abby Shue, Ivy League Player of the Week for a fifth time this season, 12th <laughs> time in her career. Again. Uh, she she's non she just keeps going. Yeah. She keeps going. Can't Aaliyah. stop her. She can't stop her. Slowly, not even slowly, I think quickly approaching the uh, Columbia basketball all-time scoring record held by Camille Zimmerman of 1,973 points. Wow. Abby currently at, I believe, 1,907, so she is only 66 points wow. away and has quite a few games left to do that. I think at this point, everybody expects her to break it, and then uh, obviously, which would be even almost even bigger is right after that, getting to 2000 career points and becoming mm -hmm. the fourth player in Ivy league women's basketball history to get there. But wow. Fingers crossed, Aaliyah, <laughs> knock on everything. Yep. Uh, she will get there. So, um, this week we are going to speak with our Australians yes. from the women's basketball team, Kitty and Fliss Henderson. Uh, let's hear your Australian accent. All right, mate. <laughs> oh, wow. You just came out and did it. I like it. I thought, I, I didn't know if you were going to do it or not. I you just know, figured at first I'd throw I was going to be there. like, eh, and then I'm like, you know what? They, these listeners have heard the best and worst of me. That's right. So they have, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable here I'm now. I'm so happy you did that. <laughs> I'm so, you just rolled right with it. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, Kitty and Fliss, uh, originally born in England, but, uh, moved to Australia at a very young age. So I think they, they, they themselves call Australia home, I mm -hmm. think. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to talk to the two of them. Obviously sisters, obviously, uh, Kitty, a junior uh, point guard, and Fliss, uh, may, may, many people may not know, she also does run the point mm -hmm. uh, a lot during the games and, and acts like a point guard, even though she looks more like, I mean, she is a brick wall. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, she's she, very I would not, strong. I wouldn't want to run into her. No, no. Yeah. She, I mean, that's what I like about her, though. She can, she can really play any position. So, but yeah. she's, yeah, don't sleep on her being point guard. No, don't sleep on that. Um, and don't sleep on this podcast, Aaliyah, because when we come back, we're going to have Kitty 
and Fliss Henderson joining us from right here. Not all the way. I was going to say all the way from Australia, but they're not. From right here in this very room. It should be a fun one, so stick around. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. JAG Physical Therapy is proud to be the official in-network physical therapy provider for Columbia University Athletics. JAG Physical Therapy treats patients of all ages and abilities, including care for general orthopedic, sports, and musculoskeletal injuries, workers' compensation cases, and Medicare patients. With over 130 facilities throughout the New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania area, there is sure to be a location convenient for you. Get back the life you love with JAG Physical Therapy. For more information on the services they provide or to make an appointment, visit jagpt.com. That's jagpt.com. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Welcome back. This week's episode of the Morningside Hoops podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician here with Aaliyah Funshell. And this week we are joined by none other than Catriona and Felicity Henderson. <laughs> How are we doing? Happy to be here, Kyle. <laughs> the government names. The, yeah, government, the government, government names. Government names. I don't know if you guys noticed, but at Penn... We got them in the starting lineup to say your full names really? during the starting lineup. I didn't lineup. notice that. They I couldn't just, hear anything. I, know, I, I yeah. agree. During the starting lineups, you couldn't hear anything. I, yeah. I didn't even know if they had called my name. I just ran also, out. Also, I feel like I'm used to people saying Felicity, but no one ever says Katrina. No one says Katrina. It's okay. never. Yeah. It's like when I'm in tr- really trouble. <laughs> How old were you when you became Kitty? When I was out of the womb. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Okay. And you were Fliss, Yeah, too? I was the same. But mom would still, like, Felicity was more used, even at school. Like, it was always Kitty and Felicity. I feel like it rolls off the yeah, tongue better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, does. That's cute. It does. I love it. From, all the way from the Sydney suburb of North Curl Curl, Australia, mm-hmm. which... We love. We, which... we love North Kelly. <laughs> Tell us about North Curl Curl a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's like is there a, a beach? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. like, we live on the beaches. Like, our house is, like two minute walk from one beach and then like maybe like three minute walk from another beach um because we live like on the headland kind of thing um but it's just like a very laid back suburb like everyone's kind of walking around barefoot lots of nice coffee shops that's what nico said dog too. parks yeah like um it's a it's a, the place to be really i love it we heard you love your coffee i you said this where did when did she coffee. say this she was talking to somebody <laughs> i think it was jen i was talking to jen, oh you're talking to jen yeah. hatfield shout out jen yeah. hatfield the next Shout great out. story if you haven't read, read it, the story yeah. on kitty and fliss henderson jen hatfield from the next did an amazing job 
profiling the two of you. You read it too, Fliss? I have read it. <laughs> what were your thoughts? Mm, Remember your report being I, recorded. I mean, yeah, of course I love it, but yeah, I mean, it's probably hard. The it coffee really thing, long. like it was really. There was long. one was, really bad yeah. photo of me. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we all actually, yeah, that's like the one thing we took out of it was like, like this photo. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it was actually it. cute. It was like, yeah, it was really cute. It was like yeah, a cute awesome. little sister moment. Mom yeah. loved it as well. Mom had great reviews. Your mom came. Uh, over winter break she did yeah tell yeah. us about that how long was she here yeah. she was here like a week it was really nice yeah um they actually showed the wrong woman on ESPN they did which is they cool. did wow. that was hilarious they, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know yeah. until after the fact <laughs> it was wow. so funny who how did you find out because obviously you're playing so who told yeah. you that this isn't who told you that it they showed the wrong aunt. person our yeah. aunt watches our games and I think she screenshotted the feed and was like hey Krista but it wasn't <laughs> Krista like yeah it was just funny because like it was where our mom had been sitting so someone had obviously been like that's their mom and mm -hmm. then she had left and they yeah. showed and the person they showed was actually like our, our family, family friend, friend yeah. so like we knew her but it was just funny that's, that, like, that's hilarious yeah. Yeah. do you want to know something hilarious the person who said that's where she's sitting that's who she is that was me <laughs> yeah <laughs> to the broadcast well, people before the game they yeah. were asking like all right who's who's in my mom like she's right there she's in the white jacket yeah <laughs> yeah she yeah, must have I got think, up. I think she, our friend was so wearing funny. a white jacket too. Oh, was yeah. she? Yeah. <laughs> and she yeah, had gotten it. up for like two minutes. Literally so I had just, to be in that yeah. two minutes. They just so funny. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Well, this is a basketball podcast, so I guess we should talk some basketball. <laughs> um last weekend you guys had an amazing game at Penn. Mm -hmm. Uh fun fact, the largest victory by a Columbia team, women's basketball team over Penn in Woo. series history. Hell yeah. So 8555. That's okay. You're allowed. Okay, good. <laughs> that's not even that's pretty tame for I you. I know some I know some people are like you can't swear. It's not a swear. That's not really a swear no, word, yeah. you know. You. If it's, you know, some other four-letter words we we'd have yeah. to cut it. Um, but yeah, the largest victory in series history by Columbia over Penn, it came at the Palestra last Saturday, 85 to 55. Nice. Uh Abby Shue Ivy League Player of the Week, game high, 28 points, 10 rebounds. CC Collins. CC CC likes playing against Penn. Yeah, she does. She Loves does. It. She does. And fun fact, she had 22 points in that game, uh, named to the Ivy League honor roll this week. She was on SportsCenter last year for a shot mm -hmm. she hit in that same gym. That's she hit, crazy. She hit mm -hmm. like a half-court, three-quarter court shot to send the game to overtime when she was at Bucknell, and it also came against Penn That's in that gym. Wild. She loves that gym. <laughs> she, she does. does. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. She loves that gym. But Kitty and Phyllis Henderson, which I don't think people really know that you're more of a point guard than people think you are. Yeah, yeah. I would say that I am. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. this year, like, I've been, I guess, like, moving around a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, more of, like, a tweener, but... I think coming into the year, a lot of people just knew like Kitty was the point guard of the team. I'm talking about from an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about from your team perspective. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, you're you're an amazing point guard. Uh, I've seen you some no look passes, some <laughs> Fliss to Kitty, Kitty to Fliss baskets, right? I think Jen Hatfield is tracking them, by the way. Yeah, I know. How many she times knows, you yeah. we always, each yeah. other? We always blow each other's assists, though, Lucky. Yeah. That, Tell me what lot. happens. Why do you blow the assists? Well, I think it's a lot. A lot of the time, it's like a three. So like threes, like you know, like. It's not always gonna go in. But, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it's also like kind of a bailout pass. I'm like, yeah. Oh, kitty's a yeah. Like, so sometimes way. gives me whack passes like yeah. in, in there, and it's kind of like a shock. But <laughs> we got one at Penn. Yeah, yeah, we that was a good one. You did. Yeah. It was on the highlight. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, they did. They had too. a good call on it too. If oh, the yeah. broadcast has a good call about it, it's, it's definitely going in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going in. Um, 
but yeah, tell us, uh, Fliss, we'll start with you, your first year on this, on this team. Why don't we start with, uh, I know you've told this story and I've heard you tell the story to other media people before, but tell us, you know, how you got recruited to Columbia. Tell us when your interest started in Columbia in terms of like, was it before, was it before Kitty decided she was coming here after kind of how that whole process went and how you wound up here? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, my story is like actually a little bit like random because I sort of like, I guess followed everyone else's footsteps and like college was like something I wanted to do. And I came on a tour to America, um, maybe when I was in like grade nine going into grade 10. Um, so it was a bit like early, like people were like, would say like, Oh, she's still really young. Like, Oh, we're really interested, but like still young. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So like that's, but then like seeing, I guess like seeing colleges, I really like, I loved it. Like I was like, I want to go to America and I want to go to college and I want to do, you know, the whole four years. Um, and by I, that point, where was Kitty? Kitty probably, wasn't at college yet. Yeah, was 11th but or she 12th was, grade. I think you might have been committed. I was committed, yeah. 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 Um, and then I sort of went away from it for a little bit. Uh, I guess I also, like, my, like, in terms of basketball, like, went down a different path. Um, I was actually a center. I was playing the five. Yes. Um which was you have some moments where you're yeah, back in the change. five this year. Do you have <laughs> yeah. some moments this year? <laughs> yes, I do actually. Um, yeah, but I was like playing the five, and like I guess it, basketball was just very different for me, and kind of like made the decision that I wanted to stay in Australia. Um, they had just kind of created this new um, league at university, so like the same as college, you can play basketball for a university against other universities um, in Australia. I guess like I wanted to do that. I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, I'm like much more like chill. I like, like Kitty said about Australia before, like I loved that life. They're like relaxed, wake up, like go get a coffee, walk to the beach, maybe like sunrise. Um, you guys love your coffee. We, we do. do love our coffee. You do. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I guess I just then uh, probably like my final year of high school really realized like how much I love basketball and like, also how much like I wanted to get out there and like see the world but also like just do something different like everyone all my friends and like everyone back home was just going to university and like not that it was boring but like it just looked a little bit like dull and like they would wake up go to university like come home and like repeat like same mm -hmm. thing again like it wasn't like you're like living on campus or anything so I just sort of like wanted to like get out there and at this point Kitty was at Columbia um and I had like spoken to Columbia before I decided not to go to college. Like, so I'd been in, in contact with them. They knew who I was. Um, yeah. And I guess I just like reached out to Kitty and then like reached out to the coaches and like told them that, like that I definitely want to go. And like, it took a little bit of like getting back there because like they knew that I was like a little bit hesitant, but um, yeah, like they were really like welcoming and were like, great. Like we want you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I just sort of like went from there. Kitty, did you have any, um, like, were you trying to sway her to come to come here? Yeah, like, I I knew when Fliss, like, first was like, mm, I'm going to stay home. Like, I kind of was like, okay, like, yeah. But when I had, like, a really fun freshman year, I was like, Fliss, like, come on. Like, it's so good. Um, and, like, she also, like, I feel like you went in a big transition period of basketball. Yeah, at some I point did. In, and when that happened, like, I was like, Fliss, like, you would thrive here. But she kind of, like she low-key made the decision like a lot herself like um which was uh, I was like proud of her for that because like she was very like she was set on Australia and then like I think she went through that like transition she was like no actually like college is something I want to do and 
she saw that like I was able to do it and like that being away from home is not that bad like it does seem scary but like it's not that bad so yeah did you come to any of Kitty's games her like freshman or sophomore year when you were still in high school? I had never been to New York until I came on my visit. Wow. And I was already committed. <laughs> yeah. like, I had never been to New York. I had no idea what it was like. Um, yeah, I mean, I had seen a lot of it through like Kitty and like through the team because I guess like I had talked to a lot of the girls on the team, but like I literally had never been here, um, was committed, came on my visit. Yeah. It's like a two day visit. Wow. What did you do? What did you do on that first visit? Hmm. I guess the highlights. Oh, my highlight actually. We, we they took me to Bryant Park. It was oh, Christmas nice. time, so oh, like Winter oh, Village. Oh, that's really yeah. That cool. was definitely like the highlight. Except we all got hot chocolates. Um, Kitty wasn't there, but after we all got the hot chocolates, Paige was like, "Oh yeah, Kitty said these are really bad. We shouldn't get these." <laughs> and like they were not that great. Like everyone felt sick. Yeah, um, we went to the wrong place. Yeah, we did, but oh. it was still really fun. Like definitely highlight um that's what makes it a I, highlight is that you yeah. got bad yeah. hot chocolate i did actually get to watch one of their games one of their away games that visit um which like was a little bit of an not that your, oh my your gosh, LIU that game. was a bad game yeah oh, it was the LIU yeah, game. Was the oh LIU. you came to the liu yeah, game oh so bad that was really that was, bad. yeah it was but that was a home cool game not last year the year before no it was away it was away game last year yeah i mean it was yeah it was still cool Not to watch. Game. Like I think it like opened my eyes, like the atmosphere a bit more, and like. I hope you were like, yeah. this isn't what our gym looks yeah, and no, like. Yeah, no, it was exactly. <laughs> I was like, this. That was not a good example. <laughs> um, yeah. What was like your biggest um, culture shock coming here? Because I mean, it's way different than the laid back life back home. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't even say that. Like, I was necessarily like shocked. Or, like, had a big, like, culture shock. Like, nothing really, like, I think I, I mean, Kitty probably did a good job at this. But, like, I felt really prepared coming in. And, like, I knew that, like, it would. Because everyone always says, like, the jump of, like, intensity. And, like, how, like, I guess hard it is and tiring it is. Um, but I, like, felt really prepared actually coming in. Um, I guess, like, my, like, body-wise, I feel like that's something you can't really prepare for. Because, yeah. like, at home we we practice like twice a week with our team and like mm -hmm. for an hour, an hour and a half. And then it's like go home and like everything else is on you. Like you have to individually do it all. Um, whereas like coming here, it's like three hours a day as a team, as well as like your own practice. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess that was like a bit of a shock getting into like routine, but I feel like it was actually like, yeah, like I felt really prepared coming in. Um, and then even in terms of schoolwork, like I feel like I was like, ah, oh, Columbia, like Ivy league is going to be really, really hard. Um, but like it was like was actually like yeah manageable and like mm -hmm. bearable. That's good, especially as a first year, because I know a lot of people come here and that first semester is yeah difficult. Yeah. yeah, it's mm -hmm. a diff especially when you're because you're, you're just going through everything for the first time and it still hasn't ended for you yet. It probably won't be till next year where you're like, all right, I've done this before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just in terms of like midterms and finals and the whole study week and then not playing for eighteen days, right? Yeah. And then trying to get yourself keep yourself in shape and then get back and it's 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 a lot. Yeah. actually yeah that was one thing i feel like after christmas break like we had only not played for like three days but it felt so weird i was like it's been so long mm -hmm. since i played basketball because mm -hmm. like we're playing every day um especially when you haven't like, played a game and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah exactly. that was a it long felt time. so weird like 
I was like, what is basketball? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I heard awesome. I went and I, the two of you I heard uh well you've told me grew up playing netball too. Yes. So explain to our podcast listening audience what netball is and how it's different from basketball but also how it helps. Yeah. Okay. Um basically netball is similar to basketball but there's no dribbling. You have like rules on on your areas so like you can't go everywhere on the court and then there's no contact. Yeah. Oh wow. It's like, and then like you have two people who can shoot the ball and like every, no one else can. You have seven people on each team and like it's all about like, because you can't dribble, you have to like get free for your teammates and you have three seconds to pass the ball. So wow. you can't, but you, can also, you can't walk with the ball either. No. Okay. Oh, okay. Like once okay. you catch it, like you got your pivot foot, which I think helps it with like pivoting and then like good passing, okay. catching the ball, getting free for your teammates. Like just the basics of basketball, I feel like you really yeah, get Yeah, like the fundamentals. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that it's would almost be... Like an amazing drill in practice yeah. to yeah. be like you can't dribble, and that's what right? we do. We do actually yeah. do, do you? In practice sometimes, and it's super weird because like we're like netball. Netball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing about you guys, especially, I mean, the assists. Like as someone that captures the content, like it's just incredible. So I feel like that probably really helped with it. That's exactly yeah. where I was going. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like it's when just you play awesome netball, to watch. I mean, it's like a, it almost feels pass first. Yeah. And there's yeah, only two yeah, people yeah. that can shoot. So you're just like trying to move a ball around and also move the ball around quickly, which yeah. I know, like, obviously this team and this offense is very up and down, running yes. gun, up, you know, rebounds. And that's your guys' whole game. A lot of the time on offense is transition, transition offense and transition buckets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into Kitty's, let's get into Kitty's assist numbers a little bit. Yeah. Now let's make Good a transition. Segue. Good, Good segue. Good yeah. segue, right? Uh, <laughs> Kitty Henderson recently, congratulations, got your 300th career assist. Only a junior, <laughs> just the eighth player in program history to reach 300 career assists, uh, and approaching slowly your head coach. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna love that. Yeah. She's yeah. gonna love. She that. still claims she's the best passer in the gym right now. So, well, hoping to get there until you. Wait, I. So, what would you rather break her career <laughs> assist mark, which she doesn't hold the program record, yeah, or her single season assist mark, which her she still does. Very impressive. Though. It is. Like, what would, is it? I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I forget. Okay. I think yeah. it's like 145 or 146. It's really impressive because like we had a really long season last year, and I think I was still like at least 10 off I'm not sure. wow yeah but like you like, played and you think you impressive. played in every game pretty much every game 34 yeah. games right yeah. yeah and i don't she definitely didn't have that many games so no i, mean, I don't think she ever played in a postseason game because yeah. I, there wasn't an ivy league tournament exactly you know yeah. so even when if they did finish in the top four yeah it's kind it's of impressive. like embarrassing in that way, <laughs> <laughs> way just put you down <laughs> literally don't don't put that part on <laughs> um no so coach g holds a single season assist record of 148 wow what she set as a junior in 2005 yeah and carly rivera your former teammate came very close, very close yeah. 147 yeah. Wow. 1920. One away. That's but awesome. Coach G is clinging on to the record. And then in terms of career assists, you're at, I think, 307 now. I think yes, you had six yeah. against or something like that. Yeah, 307. 306, 307. Regardless, you are eighth all time in career assists. And Coach G is fifth at 373. So that's mm -hmm. that's coming. Yeah. You yeah. still got a you'll, whole nother you'll year. Get you'll mm -hmm. get there. But the mm -hmm. career record, 456. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to get too deep yeah. into the numbers. You got a year and a half. Don't think about any of this. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just for the podcast. Yeah. Just need Fliss to stop blowing my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
If you stop blowing mine, I'll stop blowing yours. <laughs> I think we should I just have a podcast where they just banter with each other <laughs> yeah. every week. Yeah. And you guys can, you, you just, your podcast, <laughs> we and we'll just promote a, yeah. it on the channels and probably get a ton of listens. Yeah. <laughs> we and can have fights every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, it'll That's, just end with us fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, though. I mean, I don't know if in Jen's article, like she went over this or not, but how do you, how do you guys manage that? I mean, when I played sports, like with even my best friends, I'd be like kind of mean. So like, how do you manage being so close on the court and off the court and controlling your emotions? Cause I feel like siblings, you, you fight so much with them. Like I'm nine years older than my little brother and we still fight. Like we're two years apart. So how do you manage that? Fliss and I like used to fight a lot when we were younger. And then as we got older, like, we fight less, but we'll just say something really like, I was going to say a bad word. Like Say blunt? something like, yeah, super like blunt or like kind of rude and then just move on from it. Like yeah. it's kind of like, she'll be like, I don't know, like one of us will be like, what was that? Or something. <laughs> and then like, just move on from it. Like, I don't know. We're quite good at just <laughs> yeah. like having a little moment and then mm-hmm. being like, whatever, next play kind of thing. Like, I don't think we really stay mad at each Even other Even, like, much. yeah, I feel like that goes for, like, on the court and off the court. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't remember the last time we've had a fight off the no. court. Mm-hmm. That's like, kind of, like, what my mom tells me. She's like, I am the most honest with you, and that's because I love you. And I feel like that's how it is. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, you guys have each other's back, so you can say, like, the most bluntly honest things and know it's, like, out of love. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. Not, you don't have to be as guarded. Yeah. And I feel like... Uh, that kind of led to my next question is, is it easier or harder to like, obviously you're one of the co-captains on the team this mm-hmm. year, Kitty with Abby. Yeah. And um, there's just a lot of directing, let's call mm-hmm. it during practice. Yeah. And so do you find it easier or harder to like, do you find yourself like going to Fliss first and like saying something to mm-hmm. her, but really conveying it to the whole team? Or do you find mm-hmm. it easier to go to somebody else? It's you a know? good question, actually. I mean, I think with Fliss, it's like, on the court, I really don't – I know this sounds weird, but, like, I really don't see her as my sister on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't feel different with anyone else. But in saying that, like, Fliss is someone who, when she makes a mistake, she knows exactly what she made. She's very hard on herself. So, like, in that way, like, I find it harder to be on Fliss in that way rather than other people who, like, might not know that they made a mistake or, like, that need that kind of help to be like, this is what you should have done. But, like, Fliss is very, like, knowledgeable about what she should have done in which situation. So – Sometimes, like, me being, like, you should have done this, like, just doesn't really help anything in that mm-hmm. situation. So I think I would actually say that I go to other people more often, um, but not because she's my sister, just because of other things. But, like, Coach, she has, like, said that I need to be, like, harder on Fliss. So. Oh, it's coming, Fliss. <laughs> yeah. <It's> coming. <laughs> well, Fliss, and then, a lot. in that same vein, do you find yourself going to Kitty first when you have, like, questions on the court or, like, your first-year classmates or, like, kind of, like, it just depends on who's near you? Like, how, how does that work for you? Um, I guess a little of depends who's near me, but also, like, what my question is. And I think because Kitty is a leader and a point guard, like, I will go to her a lot just because, like, she knows our offense so well. And it's the same with Nicole. Like, I'll also go to Nicole because they both know our offense so well. Um, but other than that, like, I don't really find myself, like, going to her very often. Um, because she's my sister like if anything sometimes I'll try not to do that because I'm like <laughs> yeah I know that like coach she like doesn't I don't know like I know that she's like <laughs> you're like telling her else. to I'll be hard on me and, like, <laughs> yeah but yeah. it really just depends like what happened in the action and like who was there um yeah but like what Kitty said about like I feel like you don't really realize that like your sister's on the yeah. call mm-hmm. like it's just like another teammate well the chemistry is is definitely there and Kitty I'm interested to know 
what you think about Fliss's growth so far since being here and, you know, being a starter and, and you're very composed on the court. Yeah. So what have you seen from her? Yeah, no, that's what I've always like. I think you hit it on the head just then. Like something that I've always like really admired about Fliss's game is how like calm she is and like almost like she has this like death like dead look almost like just like always so like locked Ouch. in and like she loves that she loves that <laughs> yeah, dead I'm you dead, look <laughs> i know like that's not what i mean i mean like it's just like you have this look on your face that like nothing changes it if that makes sense you're like, unfazed even if you're that's unfazed that's a great word thank it's you better, yeah yeah better than, better than dead <laughs> sorry no you don't look dead ever <laughs> but like you are very like unfazed by everything and i think that that really like just speaks to like the team that you're very confident in yourself, mm -hmm. which is good. Um, and that's something that you've kind of grown into as well. I think like at the beginning you were like second guessing yourself a little bit and kind of like very new to things, which is completely understandable. And I think you've kind of grown in that area and like being more confident to like speak when you know what's right. And like, um, which you wouldn't have done previously. So yeah. Wow. That's very cool. So sweet. Guys, this podcast is turning into episode Stop. like. <laughs> yeah, give us a moment. Yeah. Fliss, your response. Yeah. How do you uh, feel? I mean, has nothing. What do you, what do you, I mean, that's, that's like her perception of how you've grown yeah. and what she's seen, but what is your internally, like, what have you felt like from yourself? Um, I mean, I agree like with everything she just said. And I would say like, she hit it on the head by saying like, I like over time have been better at like speaking up and like, being confident in like what I have to say because I naturally always like get quiet around like people that are older than me or like people that like are like the leaders I guess and I'm like um you know coming into a new program I'm like not that but yeah definitely over time I've been better at just like sticking with my gut and like saying something and I guess that comes from like moments where I know that I should have said something and then like I was right in the moment or even if I'm wrong like just being decisive with it and like because she always says that, like, she doesn't care if it's the wrong choice. Just, like, be decisive and, like, be disruptive with it. So, I guess sticking to that and, like, really trying to do that. Um, yeah, that's, like, really helped me. And then I guess my growth would just be, like, adapting to the the game. Like, the games are very different in Australia and America. Um, and I know that, like, Kitty had the same problem when she first came here. Mm. Like The fouling. The fouling. The fouling. And, the, and the travels. Like, I mean, oh, I'm still travel. traveling. Yeah, yeah. But the charges, the charges are... Uh, it's getting better. Yeah. The charges are getting better. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I you guess feel like it's just, like, a different game. Yeah, you feel like in Australia, they don't call it as often, unlike the catch. Because you know how sometimes you catch the ball and you, they, they call... There's, like, a... It feels yes. like sometimes they call it travel on you before you even exactly. get Exactly. I'm like, yeah. what? I didn't even have the ball yet. Yeah. Like, what? Especially yeah. the yeah. charges in Australia, they don't call it. I mean, it probably also comes from, like, the defense doesn't necessarily fall over as exactly. much. Like, the, everyone People in Australia is just, like, more solid. Yes. But, like, no one falls over. Yeah. And, like, if you do fall over, the ref's like, what are you doing on the floor? Yeah, and stopping. <laughs> like, they, in Australia, yeah, they awesome. will in Australia they will call flops. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's good. Yeah. kind of wish they did that here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, well... I don't know. I don't want to get into a rules podcast. <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> I, think, I, 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 I have a lot to say, but <laughs> I don't know if I should. Um, I think there's supposed to be flop warnings and stuff but, like uh -huh. that. There used to be. I don't know if there is this year. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> going back to my point, Kitty, about all your assists. Um, oh, back to the yeah, we're, going, we're going back. We're going back. We're going back. Uh, just everybody, you know, since we have you on the podcast, ranked number two in the Ivy Leagues this season, 4.6 assists per game, which I think is higher than the last season. You were right around I this, maybe so. 4.6, yeah. somewhere around five. Yeah, I mean, still very good. 
um, which is also top 65 currently, as it stands at this very minute in the NCAA. Oh, yeah. And uh, your assist turnover ratio has been really good your entire career. So I think more so than the assist, because you're a point guard, it's more about you know how much how many turnovers, like assist turnover yeah. ratio. So you very good, very good. And this is the funnest fact, stat stat Fun fact, facts. funnest stat fact of the day. Did you know? That Kitty Henderson leads the Ivy League in, what do you guess? It's, it has nothing to do with assists. <laughs> oh, is it, is it going to be a real stat? It's a real stat. Oh, okay. Um, Kitty, what do you think you lead the Ivy League in? God. That's <laughs> um, not assists. Uh, I know I was like up there in steals. Steals per wow. game. Ooh, wow. 2.0. She's Hell swiping yeah. them. Wow. I had no idea. That's that green ops, and mm. I've got a lot of pick sixes. Pick no, six. You, uh, you pick never six. get pick sixes. No, it's not really no pick six. yeah, you're not Some a big t- pick sixer. I think I've got like one, maybe. You just, you just steal I out of their hands, the post. honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. on the post. Just getting your hand in there. Yeah. Just getting your hand in there. And fun fact, again, we're, we're going deep into the stats. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Um... If you're the one who pokes it away, that's the person who's supposed to get the steal, not the person who winds up with the ball. Oh, Although nice. sometimes when you're on the road, what happens is the people starting yeah, the game, the they don't the know. Yeah, people on the road on it. I agree. No, they just don't you're know always you. On. I was always they, on it. Uh, you, know, you are I'm always trying, on it. I'm trying. Look at these two. Yeah. Do you ever think, okay, I'm really going to like out myself here, but so yesterday, <laughs> it was early in the morning and March Madness posted a photo of the game and I think I blind tagged Kitty and it was a picture oh, of so it was no, me. Yes. No, I literally I, thought that photo was I me. I thought it was okay. Kitty. So there is oh, a, that photo's of it's Flip? me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's what I, do you think? All right, that, time yeah, out. Yeah, it's crazy. So time out. That was me. Time <laughs> out. I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. I'm the one who submits the photos to them for photo oh, wow. of the week. Well, we and then they picked them, them the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and I legit thought it was Kitty. Yeah, when, oh, when okay. I submitted the photo. Because yeah. like, thankfully, I I am so glad I just did like because on Instagram you can blind tag instead of just like have your name yeah. out there. I'm so glad I didn't put like, oh, good job, Kitty, photo yeah. of the week. Like it was. <laughs> Because it was Fliss. Well, no, even no. the Columbia, who's in charge of that? I Which think it's one? Because <laughs> you tagged Kitty. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. it's, oh. A, it's a conglomerate of people. Oh, no, that no from the it pen game was Kyle. Oh, I tagged Kitty. Yeah. So, and we used that photo in our game tonight, <laughs> yeah. and I tagged you. But I, I, thought it was, I thought it was her. I thought it was Kitty, but it had my... And I remember the moment in the game, so I was like, because I remember thinking, like, that's Kitty. Like, that is Kitty, but it's me. I'm pulling it up right now. It's crazy, because you guys don't even look that much alike in person, but I think you guys photograph like it was pretty, a, yeah, pretty similar also because Fliss didn't have her bubbles that game so like her hair oh was yeah my hair looked more yeah yeah this and you couldn't see much <laughs> other than that I this guess. I mean, now that I'm looking at it exactly. and I can see the four, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, wait, that is It's all because Abby hair... posted, is this Kitty or Fliss? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Did, like, she, did she post? Yeah, on yeah. her story. So I was like, it looks. Like, I mean, it? it looks just like Kitty. It does. Yeah. It does I even like thought Kitty. it was me. I was like, I don't remember that in the game. Okay, well, I'm glad like, we're all think, feeling this way because yeah. I felt so bad when no, I saw no. it. And I'm like, I'm not going to message her and be like, oh, oops, sorry. Like, I think even live, which you can see me looking at the photo live in the photo, I thought that was Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um wow the more you know exactly <laughs> yeah crazy. so do you ever think like i know stats is a big like number thing but like if people are just like looking really fast you ever think they oh. like the stats oh 100 like, they do yeah 100 yeah. that happened no that happened at pacific uh yeah a pacific game because oh, they i gave... got one of fliss's layups and i was like mm, i don't have seven points right now but thanks <laughs> And then they like they fix it, it after. Oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, so what happens is at halftime the stats people check with the book. Yeah, and I feel like that, that they explains do it, my, and they do it again at the end of the my, game. My like two points. I'm just gonna say, oh, Kitty stole my points. 
Two points a game. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. she's saying she, she flips really averages two points a game more than what the stats say. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gotcha. That's where we're going. That's yeah. We're okay. Going. Well, I'm glad we're all on the same page here because I, yeah, I felt I bad would. when I saw it. And it was like 12 hours after I posted it. I'm like, I can't make things right now. I like, think so. generally for me, it was it was how blonde the hair is. I just yes. thought it was Kitty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was because of the bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. It tripped us out. Okay. Yeah, I really, no, like I that one photo I really, really thought was yeah, you. Yeah, me too. And I still, it still looks like you. Agreed. Wow. Not even twins. I two know. years apart. Two we actually two years, two full years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People nice. always ask us if we're twins, actually. Do they? they? Yeah, yeah, so much. On campus, I could understand, I guess. Yeah, but. yeah like, people tell Kitty she has a doppelganger. And she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I have a sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain a lot. They'll be like, why did you ignore me this morning? Like, I was shouting your name. Like, you were like in, like, I don't know, these pants. I was like, that's what Fliss is wearing today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. That's, that's so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. That's wow, incredible. That's all right. Glad well, we got that out there. Well, I mean, it was really weighing heavy on my chest. I this thought whole time. to this moment it was still. I didn't yeah. know there was an issue. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here like, oh, I hope it doesn't get brought up. But I'm like, you know, got to stay ahead of it. Right. Got to call myself. We laughed out. it off. We yeah. laughed it off. Exactly. Um, let's get into the games this weekend. Uh, two home games, a back to back. Your first back to back, Fliss. First yeah. experience of this. Um, I think it's have better probably having. The Harvard game on Friday. Definitely. I don't want to go too into yeah, that, but so. I think having the Harvard Harvard game on Friday, obviously um, Harvard tied with you guys right now in the Ivy League standings at four and one, uh, and also Friday. Let's get into the promotions, Aaliyah. Uh It's a playing with pride game. Yep. On Friday, mm. so uh, our fourth annual Pride game here for Columbia women's basketball. They'll be wearing some special warm ups, and the first five hundred fans in attendance receive a free free souvenir pride cup. It's very which, cool as well. It is a cool The cup? Yeah. yeah. You've seen the cups. Yeah, you like nice the cups. Cup. That's yeah. good. The cups. Okay, good. So we got the cups on Friday. Then yeah. next day is Barnard game. Yes. Barnard night and alumni weekend. And it's all part yeah. of alumni yeah, weekend. It's, so, so there's a lot. It's a big weekend. Yeah, so let's get into all of it. Like we talked about uh, with the cups being given to the first 500 students in attendance. Uh, and then there'll also be, let's not skip this part of Friday night, one student in attendance will win a $250 gift card to Strokos. So let's put no that way. out there. Wow. Yes, I don't know how, but... I love Strokos. I want that. I wish we could <laughs> Yeah. No, mm-hmm. see, yeah. Sucks. Like, you can't... I think even after you graduate, like, if there was ever, like, if you were at a random game and they did, like, half-court contests yeah. and stuff, I, I think you're, you're not yeah. a... Yeah. They'd no. be like... <laughs> That's really sad. I mean, I probably <laughs> missed. Really yeah. yeah. Like, I'd probably yeah. able... Um, and then so Saturday, Leah, as you brought up, is Barnard Night. So for anybody listening to this podcast who may not know, uh, Barnard Night celebrates the Columbia Barnard Athletic Consortium, which the athletic consortium, which was established in 1983, allows student athletes at neighboring Barnard College right across the street uh, to compete with Columbia undergraduates in NCAA Division One athletics, which is what we have here on this women's basketball team. There are several actually Barnard students yeah. on the women's mm. basketball team this year. Um, and so this is also, for those who may not know, the 40th anniversary of the start of the consortium. Wow. That word is such a tongue twister. It like is. you've said it three consortium? times flawlessly. Consortium. Consortium. Yeah. I think some people what? say consortium. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I say consortium. I think both consortium? are acceptable. Consortium. 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 Yeah. C-O-N-S-O-R-T-I-U-M. T-I-U-M. I don't know, but it rolled off your tongue perfectly. So you'll handle that word. Because I, that word, like, I just, there's some words I just, like, can't pronounce. Like, where I'm just, like, like, my mom can't say the word squirrel. She says squirrel. Is that a Midwest thing? No, because she's from New York. So, like, she has a very thick accent. That's true. So she says it like a... She just can't say it. But I don't it. think New Yorkers say it that way either. No, but like Kansans don't say it like that mm. either. Wow. 
Squirrel. 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 <laughs> but <laughs> that's a whole nother story yeah. for another have day. You guys, I mean, we can, yeah, we can get into. Have you guys noticed like accents of people in America in different parts of the country? Does it all sound the same yeah. to you? No, I mean, definitely. it sounds really different. Mm-hmm. Everything's different. Yeah. Yeah. The There's country. some. I used to hate American accents. I still I do. Do you feel like when you go home, do people like, oh, yeah, people like with kitty Everyone with kitty. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Everyone. And That's like, I was crazy. doing something like an interview or something, I think last week and they were like yeah like i did this last year and your accent was much thicker i was like damn it <laughs> no no it happened no. it happened yeah i lived so, in the southeast for five years and when i, I people were like mm, yeah you sound like you live in south carolina literally yeah i really hope american. i don't get an american accent i think oh. like, I, re- I really hope i don't it's coming on sick Fliss. it will great yeah, that's what i said when i was a freshman <laughs> and now it's, it's only year one. It's, it's only in. year one. <laughs> yeah. It's only year one. But going back to Barnard Night, also as part of Barnard Night and celebrating women and women's sports here at Columbia, there will also be a pregame National Girls and Women in Sports Day clinic, which uh, several members of various Columbia athletics programs will be running because obviously you guys can't run it. You're getting ready for the game. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's what I big, want to get big weekend. Big, big weekend. Yeah, big Let's weekend. get into the basketball part. Uh, like I said, tied for second place right now with Harvard at 4-1 in the Ivy League standings. Mm-hmm. It feels like you guys, to me, I think a lot of people from the media perspective, because that's who I deal with a lot, uh, thought this team was going to potentially struggle more in the non-conference than they did and potentially struggle more in Ivy League season than they did. But here you are, like, right there in the Ivy League standing, still controlling your own destiny in terms mm-hmm. of winning a regular season championship, in terms of winning a tournament championship as well, which you guys get to host here. Um, but let's, I mean, let's dive into the weekend. Harvard, uh, we played them four times last year, Kitty. Yeah. Four times. Was that the, the most ever? Yeah. By yeah, Ivy because... League? opponents yeah because you would only ever play them twice and for a long time there was never even a conference tournament yeah Mm -hmm. right so then it became new to play somebody three times but to play them four times and play them in the wnit as well we saw that coming from a mile away as well we were like if we keep winning we're we're going to but if they keep winning (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're gonna meet each other um but like let's 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 you know how's the juice for the friday night game against harvard right now within the team kitty yeah no we're excited i mean harvard i personally you know don't really like Harvard very much. Oh, um, <laughs> throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, I just think that we do we do approach every game the same way, but I think that some games are more personal than others. Um, that doesn't change, you know, the way that you necessarily approach it, but I think it makes you want to win, like, extra hard, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, think la- I think I said, like, in my, I think in my interview after the Harvard game last time, I said like we just wanted to kill them, <laughs> yeah. and like I think that's, on the court, yeah, on the court, and figuratively. I, I forget that like that's probably not the best thing to say. It's okay, you know? it's okay. <laughs> Someone was like, "That's probably a little aggressive." Oh, but, you have like, a that's media how, training session yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. But, like that's like yeah, on the court, like you know, like we as in like we just want to like kill them in every area, like. Beat them in defeat every area. Them. Yeah, defeat. not kill. Like, you yeah. know, that was a bad word, but like, that is how you have yes. to go about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it's a mentality, I it think. It is a mentality, right? yeah. Just yeah. With, without so, the weapons. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, I feel like even, like, even though like half our team wasn't here last year, like, we all feel the same and we all feel that like revenge type of feeling. Yeah. Um, and like Kitty said, like, we do go into every game the same, but like, this is just like different. Like, it's just like a, we really want to like, stomp our foot down and like show them yeah what like really should have happened and like what yeah. is gonna happen yeah. i guess because obviously you guys last year we'll just kind of recap beat them twice in the regular season yeah. a really convincing win at home 
Uh, five point win on the road. Uh, shout out Abby Shu, career high 35 points. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then in the Ivy League tournament, a game that went to overtime, KD actually had a really great game against them in the Ivy League tournament, game that went to overtime. Unfortunately, ended your Ivy League tournament run. Then we go to the WNIT, and as you said, you could see this matchup coming because they were in the same, they, 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 uh, yeah. in the WNIT, they, they bracket people based on region. So, you know, you could mm-hmm. see this matchup coming from a mile away. And yeah. I know there was revenge on the mind Ooh, uh, yes. for what happened in oh, the Ivy yeah. League tournament. And uh, it got a little scarier at the end than I think we all <laughs> wanted it to after we were winning by 20 at yeah. one point. <laughs> but we held on. Yes. Um, so obviously this will be the first time you guys play Harvard since last year's WNIT. Uh, so I know there'll be a lot of juice in that game. It's going to be Pride Night here at Columbia. That always brings a lot of student groups out. Mm -hmm. Uh, here at Columbia University. So that'll be good. But then also, we don't want to, I mean, I think, and I want you guys to talk about this before I let you go. Mm -hmm. Saturday's game against Dartmouth. I think no matter what happens Friday, how do you, Kitty, since you've handled a back-to-back before, mentally adjust? Because it's like, a lot of times, teams like, oh, we can celebrate this one tonight, but it's like, can you even celebrate this one tonight at that point, right? Yeah, that's true. I think the back-to-back, like, the day after each other sometimes you have like a day in between which definitely makes it easier to like transition but those ones i think literally like you have your post-game talk and then you're on to the next thing like that night is all about the next day like you could say like oh we'll celebrate this tonight and then tomorrow it's the next but like tomorrow's game day so like literally you win you talk about it you go to the next thing like and that's kind of have to how you have to like approach it and like same thing with recovery sleeping eating like it's on to the straight on to the next thing like leaving that in the past, going to Dartmouth the next day, attacking it with the same approach. So yeah, yeah. So Liz, I won't make you comment on it yet until you go through it. Yeah, <laughs> I am, I'm excited to get a little taste of like what the tournament would feel like and like yeah. what. Yeah, but obviously, growing up in like youth basketball, you play sometimes. I don't know if you did this in Australia, but like two games a day, Definitely. right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just it's just yeah, obviously yeah. not as structured in youth basketball and as intense. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. As as yeah. like how much preparation goes into yeah. these kind of games. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. And like we never had like our day set out like they are here for like yeah. game day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But hey, we're looking forward to it. I just gotta know the yeah, crowd is gonna be mm-hmm. crowd's gonna be electric Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited. We love that. Um so Columbia versus Harvard Pride night, Friday night at six PM. Make sure you get here early so you can get your seat. And then Saturday at 5 p.m., less than 24 hours later, the Lions will be taking on Dartmouth for Barnard Night at 5 p.m. So Awesome. Kitty and Fliss, thanks for joining us today. Snaps, snaps, snaps all around, snaps, everybody. Snaps. 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 <laughs> um, and we will see you guys on the court. Yeah. Definitely. Can't wait. Well, Kyle, another great episode in the books. It was, Aaliyah. That, that was a fun one. I Honestly, that that how long did we talk to them for? I don't even know. It was Me like either. 40, 45 minutes. It flew. Mm-hmm. It flew yeah, by. It really did. Great conversation with uh, Kitty and Fliss. Uh, what was your, you know, what, what did you like? What did you, I, I really like, honestly, the fact that while it was almost like we had a therapy session yeah. while we were on this podcast. It was very nice. It was. I always like making people say nice things about the other person, but mm-hmm. it's even nicer when they're sisters. So. Yeah, really. It, it kind good. of felt like a therapy session. It did. And so if they perform well this weekend, Aaliyah, maybe I'll just take all the credit. Yeah, definitely. You too. Yeah. You need to as well. You yeah. need to as well. There's going to be like five assists between Kitty and Fliss this weekend. It'll and be the podcast. anybody, anybody wants wondering you can attribute it directly to this podcast oh yeah for sure so. no it was a good one <laughs> <laughs> all right 
Well, we, we have a bit, yeah, we have a busy weekend we coming do, up. We do, we do. As we mentioned, uh, Pride Night, Friday night, two nights. If you're listening to the podcast the day it came out, uh, tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, Columbia versus Harvard, right here at Levy and Jim. It happened four times last year. Crazy. So meeting one of, we'll see how many this year between Columbia and Harvard. And then Saturday night, it's Barter Night, as we uh, went over during... During the podcast, uh, we we will be celebrating the Columbia Barnard Athletic Consortium. I believe the president of Barnard College will be here. A lot of Barnard students, you know, will be here in attendance for that one. So that'll be an exciting one as well mm-hmm. against Dartmouth. And we'll see what happens this yeah. weekend. And for those of you obviously following the men's basketball team, they are on the road this weekend with a back-to-back on the road. Uh, they are at Harvard Friday night at 7 o'clock, so there's going to be some men's and women's action kind of happening one hour. You know what's nice about when it's like a staggered start time is that the women's game will end around 8, and it'll be halftime of the men's game, mm-hmm. so it's, you kind of you kind of catch the second half of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. If you're at the women's game, you can catch the second half of the men's game right after the women's game is over and vice versa. But uh, And then Columbia at Dartmouth, the back-to-back. That is, let me tell you, Leah, as somebody who's done that back-to-back on the road, <laughs> as, some, as just strictly speaking from a Columbia standpoint, that that is a trip you like to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, tough one. That's a toughie. Uh, Saturday night at 6 p.m., uh, Lions at Dartmouth. Uh, I mean, a couple, couple big games for the men's team as well this weekend in terms mm-hmm. of the Ivy League standings. I mean, it's a very... I mean, it is a packed uh, Ivy League standings on the men's side right now. Five teams at one in three. Columbia, wow. Columbia, arguably, and if you ask me, I think they definitely on the men's side had the hardest of those four, of the four game schedules thus mm-hmm. far. So we'll see what they do this weekend on the road at Harvard and Dartmouth. And as we say every week, as we get as we as we progress through every week, the Ivy League tournament picture starts to become clearer and clearer. So, yep. but I think I have a feeling that it's gonna. As it as it does come down to those last few weeks, mm-hmm. so it'll be definitely be exciting for sure. I'm looking forward to it. That's Aaliyah Funshell. I'm Kyle Matrician. This is the Morningside Hoops podcast. You can catch us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. You can catch if you can listen to a podcast, whatever whatever platform yeah. you use, you can find us. Yeah, you can find us. Just search uh, Columbia Athletics and Morningside Hoops to listen. See ya. Good day. Good day, mate. Ha <laughs> ha